Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. The most helpful thing is to know that you're probably not going to ruin your kid. Welcome to the Corner Cast, brought to you by Kelsey's Corner, a safe place for unscripted moms. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help moms find confidence and purpose outside of motherhood. On the Corner Cast, you will hear real stories about the struggles of mom life hilarious things my toddlers do, and hacks to help your life easier so you can enjoy it more. I'll cover hard topics and pull back layers you might miss while comforting you with lots of laughs along the way. I see you. I hear you. I am with you. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of the Corner Cast. Before we get into this, I just want to remind you guys, I don't filter myself or my stories when I record, so headphones around children are always a good option. I'm really excited because this is the first interview on the Corner Cast, and so today we're going to talk about a hot topic that I have no idea how to talk about. (laughs) So I brought on somebody that does in the times that we're in right now. I know that everybody is struggling with the decision on what to do with your children. Are you homeschooling? Are you sending them to school? And so a lot of people choosing homeschooling have never done that before. And so we're going to talk to Sarah today about that and just about children and their social and emotional health, I think, during this time. So Sarah Beth Hurley is a former staff member at the Four Winds Society, founded by Alberto Bioldo, PhD, and owner of Heartlight Services, a private energy medicine practice where she focuses on healing behavioral issues and trauma in children and families. She developed the Indigo Aztec Method, an indigenous wisdom school for children. This led her to publish a children's workbook, Heal Your Feelings, giving children tools to empower themselves to heal their own emotional blocks and upsets. Sarah is also a former foster mom. Her work with foster children inspired her to found Switch Life, a nonprofit that provides free skateboarding lessons and a goal-setting curriculum for at-risk youth. At home, Sarah enjoys mothering her five children, spending time in the kitchen, and knitting. And the very best part of all of this is Sarah is also my sister. <laughs> Hi, Graham. <laughs> yeah, we have a joiner today. <laughs> he likes to do, when I do social media, you know, for my business or whatever, he always kind of likes to be part of it, which is crazy because he won't let me ever take his picture. But you're so very cute though. But he'll do all the lives. He'll come in like when I'm talking about all the subjects and like hang out. Aww. I miss you, Graham. <laughs> Say hello. hello. 
my nephew is here. So we're, we're talking to my sister and my nephew currently, but yeah, I wanted to have Sarah on today just because she's been a mom for a lot of years and she has a lot of knowledge and she has chosen to homeschool my youngest nephew. And so I want to hear from you. I'm going to probably call you sissy like 40 times. (laughs) So if I call her sissy, it's because I've been calling her sissy since I was forever. What do you think, Sarah, are like the most helpful things for people that are struggling with like even where to start with homeschooling right now? The most helpful thing is to know that you're probably not going to ruin your kid. Mm. So probably not going to hurt your children. So children have in them an innate desire to learn and explore and know about the world. And so when we give them opportunities to do that, then, you know, and just kind of let them loose, they figure it out. And so kids are going to have gaps in our education. We all graduated from high school and they were like, I don't remember that part. I never learned that, you know, and everybody has different gaps. And so a lot of times I think getting into this, you know, you want to give your kids this whole well-rounded education and not miss anything, but they're going to miss some stuff. But the good news is, and I have a 25 year old and she graduated early from a homeschool program. So, um, the good news is, is that she, you know, was able to figure out what she wanted to do with her life without struggling too much, even with those gaps. So kids just kind of naturally figure out what they need to learn in order to do what they want to do. If we give them the space to do that. Mm. That's a really good point because I feel like just from talking to people, the common theme is that everybody's really overwhelmed because we feel like we have to fill those gaps. And it's like, we didn't go to school to be teachers. And honestly, our education system is also broken. So there's that. (laughs) But it's a good, it's a really good point to just kind of take some of the stress off of yourself that like your kid's going to be okay. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, I've done, we've done homeschool. We've done some unschooling, which is where you just let the kid kind of figure it out and learn their own. We've done um, different kinds of curriculum. We've done private school. We've done a combo private homeschool program, you know, and we've done traditional public school with all of my kids. And there hasn't been really, I haven't seen a difference as as far Mm -hmm. as my grown kids where they are in their lives and what their skill sets are and their abilities and all of that. So people need to just have fun with their children and enjoy this time mm. and make it, make it enjoyable, make it an enjoyable experience for everybody. And people have this vision in their head that homeschooling is we're all sitting at a desk and we've got maps on the walls and we're saying the pledge. And there are homeschoolers that like homeschool that rigidly. But mm-hmm. homeschooling is also listening to NPR. There's a great show called Away With Words. And we were listening to that. And I'm like, you just had a language arts lesson because you just learned all this etymology and this geography of where languaging comes from and how words are developed or whatever. And so that's learning. We're learning all the time. Mm-hmm. And so we need to, you know, when you're cooking with your children, they're learning fractions and they're, you know, like science and all these, the world is a classroom. And so make it fun and enjoyable for yourself and your kids, because we really want them to have a love of learning. We don't, where I think we lost it sometimes in public schools is we're just regurgitating information so that we can pass a test, but we're not, we're not loving learning. 
Yeah, that's such a good point too. And there was, we did a, an interview with Brandy Wells and she was a social worker working in schools and she actually, so funny because she's gone out on her own to do like her own practice, but she was talking about how the education system, how it is just strictly, she was so frustrated with it because it was not about the children. It was about the testing. And it's like, I think about school. I don't remember shit, like nothing. I have, I <laughs> like, like nothing. Like even yeah. Eric and I have been talking a lot about like the history and the history of racism and stuff. And I'm like, did they even talk about this stuff? Like, I no. just, no. And so as that, a, yeah, as a matter of fact, when I'm doing school this year with Graham and I want to kind of shout this out because I love this so much. There's a mm-hmm. program um, a curriculum called it's from woke homeschooling and it's called Oh freedom and it's a social justice based curriculum. And so mm-hmm. we are doing, we are, we are relearning us history, Graham and I together. So I'm reading the big people's versions of the books that he's reading and I'm learning things that I had no idea about, mm-hmm. um, what we were taught and they knew it was wrong when they taught it to us. Yeah. Is, there's, <laughs> some kind of agenda behind that. So I'm learning along with him as we go through this history program and reading and finding out things that I, I didn't know. And I mm. consider myself pretty well educated, <laughs> you know, but I, I didn't know. Yeah. That, but that's a, a kind of one thing that I, I really like that I think will be really helpful to people beyond, you know, just relieving some of the stress on ourselves by trying to make it perfect and make it like rigid, like school is or public school or whatever, is that there really is learning available everywhere. And so I feel like, you know, we just put, we have these expectations on ourselves to where it has to look a certain way, maybe because that's how it looked for us. But if we remove those expectations, then it's like, like you said, like listening to a podcast and, or, you know, it's like, you don't realize how much more enjoyable and we're, we're naturally curious. So it's like, if you get to explore something you actually want to learn about, you're probably going to retain the information better. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, did you want to talk about, cause I've had a lot of these questions I've had, I don't yeah. know how many conversations I've had with people about kind yeah. of how to get started. Yes. I would love to hear that. <laughs> okay. Cause everybody's calling me and they're like, I don't know, because when, when our district released the at home learning plan for the remote learning mm-hmm. and they want kids to log on for 30 minutes and then log off and then log back in for 30 minutes. And then you've got parents that have like multiple children and trying to keep kids on task. And like, people are like, I can't do that. So yeah, everybody, what if they're working? Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there is no, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, when all of this came down, I decided I was like, okay, I've homeschooled before the school district has never done this. So I feel like I'm probably more capable of knowing what I'm doing than the district does right now. Yeah. And, judge me. and there are people that, you know, are going to use that, that online program and it's going to work, but, and they're going to make it work and figure it out. But having my kids sit in front of a computer for six hours a day, it was not going to work for our family. Like there's no way. So um, when these people are calling me, you know, what kind of what I have told people is you need to kind of decide, are you planning on putting your kid back in school or are you just going to homeschool for a while? Kind of what's the end goal? And if you're going to put your kid back in school 
every state has a state board of education website that has the essential knowledge, the skills that kids learn for each grade. And you can actually go in and print those out. You can also look at, you can Google scope and sequence for whatever grade your child is in. And it will tell you kind of all of the things a child typically learns during that school year in each subject. So you can get a good idea of here's what my kid would be learning in the district or in general as a general guideline and then kind of go from there. Um, Mm. There is a ton of awesome curriculum out there. So, and then you have to kind of decide like how do my kids learn? Do I have kids that like learn really hands-on like by doing things or do I have kids that learn best by working in a workbook or for me, I mixed it up this year. So we're doing a little bit of everything because I wanted to kind of keep it fresh and keep it interesting because I not homeschooled this one before. So I don't really know how he learns. Yeah. So I've mixed it up because, and I don't know, I kind of think we may do this for a little bit because it's working really well for him. And I think a lot of people too, that did their kids in remote learning last year were like, wow, this like works for my family and I like it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the first thing you have to figure out is kind of what your plans are for the future. And then you need to kind of decide how your child learns. Do not go out and buy a $1,500 curriculum for your kid for the year because we've all done it and it looks great and it comes in a beautiful box and it's everything you need. And then it, you decide you hate it because you can't possibly. And then you've invested all of this money and there's no reason to do that. There's a ton of resources on the internet. There's a website called time for learning. It's like the number four Mm -hmm. and it's a subscription. It is a really good basic curriculum to do with your kids. Very basic. It is not comprehensive. It's not going to go into depth or detail, but if you want to just say, okay, I'm going to have them do this and then see what they're doing here and then build on that, you can. One thing that's cool is once you look at the scope and sequence and all of that too, you can be like, my kid already knows X, Y, and Z. If you're looking at the essential skills and you know your child has a grasp of something, there's no reason to spend time on that. Mm. Move, in, move into something else. That's a good point. So it's more, you're, you can customize it so much more, which I feel like is another problem because it's like you have kids that are bored because they're like, okay, great. I knew this like two years ago. Right. Right. And so, you know, even now we've started, we did a kind of a trial week of school to just kind of see how the day flows for us. And I mean, we can knock this out this day in like two and a half hours. Hmm. And he's, we're on a fourth grade level and it's, it's pretty thorough. We're being pretty thorough with what we're doing. We also are doing, um, you know, don't forget about like extracurriculars. If you feel safe, like, you know, some people are staying home and some people are going out in the world. We're doing ukulele lessons. We're playing basketball. We're setting up park days. We're doing field trips. We're going to travel some this year and go to some of these historical sites that we're learning about. So Hmm. there's so much value in that. And to have your day kind of open-ended with like, you know, there's so much more time to spend with your children, you know, mm. and this can be done if you're working. So you can hire someone to stay home with your kids, pick a curriculum, have them work through this with your kids. It can be done for working parents too. There are working and single parents that do this. So it's not out of the question just because your family structure looks different than what the typical family structure is. Yeah. That's a really good point too. Cause I think a lot of people would be like, well, I don't have that option because I'm working, you know, I couldn't imagine, but I could definitely see the appeal of hiring somebody or even, you know, I think 
a lot of places since there's remote work, like schedules are being more flexible too. So if it's like if your first half of your day is spent teaching and then the last half spent working or something like that, there's a way to make anything happen that you really want to happen, I think. Right, right. Now it can be really, really overwhelming. There's a website out there. Uh, the lady's name is Kathy Duffy and mm-hmm. she reviews homeschool curriculum. Oh, wow. So that's a good resource to just kind of go to her page. What we chose this year and what I recommend a lot, my big kids did these and they like them. There's a company called Alpha Omega. It is a Christian curriculum. So if that's an issue for you, just know that there's Christian curriculum out there and there's secular uh, curriculum. So mm-hmm. that's something to look at too. But Alpha Omega makes these things called life packs. And for each subject, there's 10 workbooks. That's a year worth of school. And you can just work through these workbooks. You can take them anywhere. They're portable. Graham was just at his dad's. He took his workbooks with him and got ahead, did a few days worth of work while he was there. And they're a pretty good all-around curriculum. You, mm-hmm. The downside is, is that sometimes it can be those kids that just want to spit out the information and like mm-hmm. pass the test because each book has a test in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so with these, I use them as an opportunity to go deeper and stuff. But if I've got if I've got life packs for language arts, geography, I'm actually going back and doing third grade geography because my child is a product of really good public schools and thought that Florida was a state in California. It's close. I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah, he also does not know how to alphabetize. So there's some definite pieces missing that I'm finding. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to go back and do U.S. geography again uh, mm-hmm. while U.S. history. And then for history, we're doing the woke homeschooling for science. We're doing it. There's a company called Blossom and Root and Blossom and Root is a really, they do some really good curriculum. They also do a history program called River of Voices that a lot of people like that's very. Mm -hmm. And we're going to make sure that if you're listening to this and you're like trying to write all these things down, I'm going to make sure that all of these um, resources that she's mentioning are in the podcast notes. So you can, don't worry about it. Just finish listening and then you can click afterwards. And so that's kind of how we've structured. He's doing Duolingo Spanish every day. So he's, he's doing a, a foreign language. He's doing geography, U.S. history, language arts. The U.S. history is that I'm doing, the, the woke homeschooling is very literature intensive. But mm-hmm. there's also Spotify playlists. There's YouTube. There's movie mm-hmm. recommendations that go along with all of this. And then eat, at the end of each week, there's a journal where you reflect on what you learn. And oh, that's cool. So it's very writing intensive literature and very critical thinking intensive. So it's a really well-rounded, you know, and then he's just doing his typical math. Math is just math, you know, and then language arts. Uh, we're working through that in life packs as well. So we're doing some video, some experiential, some out in the world, some working in workbooks, and we've mixed it up that way. There's so many different ways to do it. You can go, you yeah. can go out and buy all the life packs. You can sign up for an online school and just do it that way. I personally think kids have too much screen time. And so this year I wanted to engage our critical thinking skills and do a lot more writing, handwriting, not typing, <laughs> actually writing. With yeah. Them. So, but everybody knows kind of what's best for their kids and what works for their families and how I'm blessed to be able to be here and work a little bit and have somebody fill in the gaps for me. But yeah, I mean, there's, there are so many ways to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, there's, I like hearing that you have like all those resources that people can check out. And I think it's kind of like, 
when you set like any goal, like you make this decision that you want to do this and then it's like, okay, we'll reverse engineer it. Like, how is this going to fit into your life? And like, just having that piece that you said at the beginning, I think is really like the most important thing. And all of this is like to remove the expectations for like, cause we put so many expectations on our kids and on ourselves. It's like, you're not going to be like a teacher that went to school for teaching. Like, you know, your kid better than anyone. And so there's going to be, you know, you're going to do some things better and there it's like, but letting go of the expectations, I think for, for you and for your kid or that just homeschooling. I love hearing that it, it can look so many different ways. And it, it really does depend on your life because I think that provides hope for a lot of people that do want to take that route that it's like, okay, like on a day to where I just can't, then it's like, I can pull up that movie that coincides with the history book or, you know, to where it's like, you do have more freedom that way. And I have our weeks that where we have Fridays off to do field trips, play with friends, whatever. So we're just doing school four days a week. The other thing too, to just, I think, touch on that's important is that it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Yeah. Because I know people are in financial situations that are a little bit tighter than normal right now. And Mm -hmm. so uh, there's also Easy Peasy is a homeschool curriculum that is free of cost. From what I understand, I've been seeing that floated around. Mm. So there's a lot you can you can put this together for free, pretty much if you wanted to. My entire year of schooling and books and texts and all that, and I've bought all the stuff and I bought books for me too, and I've really invested in this. I probably am going to be at about $750 spread out through the year, but I'm not buying school clothes and I'm not paying for school lunches and I'm not buying school supplies and I'm not giving money to PTA and doing fundraisers. I mean, if you think about what you spend, it really is probably more cost effective to have them at home than sending them. Mm, Yeah, that's a good point. So it's really just kind of navigating the schedule and finding out. But I think you're right. It's like with anything, there's so much available online with resources that it's like, just do some digging and and see what you can find. And that's, you know, why I wanted to talk more about this is because it's like, I think a lot of people are lost on this. And to give some some reassurance that it's like, there is a lot of resources available. And and there are. There's, and there's, there's Facebook groups that are, you know, for homeschoolers in your area, there's a million of them. You will find them. Do us all that have been doing this a favor. And when you want to go in and be like, I'm new to homeschooling, what curriculum would you guys use? Use the search bar. Use the search bar. Yes. <laughs> there's so much good information and everyone has asked the question, I promise. Mm-hmm. And so get a much more well-rounded answer if you search and look into it, you know, and the last piece is, you know, your children. And so when I work with families in my business, I talk so much about intuitively knowing what your kids need and what your family needs and what you can do. And just do that, you know, just because your friend, there's a curriculum out there that everybody's talking about and everybody's whatever. And it's like, it's like the cool curriculum that all the homeschool moms are using. Oh yeah. So, but, and I'm seeing it and I'm like, Hey, wait, this can't be perfect for all of you. No. Yeah. You know, but people are just kind of going with the flow and curriculum to use right now. And I'm like, okay, but wait, maybe that's not going to suit your kid best. Maybe your neighbor's doing that or your friend or whatever, but maybe that's not what you need. So don't get carried away with what everyone else is doing because it may not be right for you or your family. 
Mm, yeah. I mean, that, and that's a good point in general, especially in the <laughs> times that we're in to where it's like, okay, it's like, it's easy to look and think things maybe one certain way, but maybe they spend all that money on that curriculum and their kids are like not having it. So you don't really know what's going on. Right. Right. Now, if you get to the end of the school year and all that has happened is you've read some really great books with your children and had some really great discussions and they've learned one math skill, but they've been to the park and they've watched bugs and they've played in the dirt and they like, if that's all that happens in an entire school year, mm-hmm. they're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, that kind of goes, it kind of goes with like our views of things to where it's like, if we're somebody that like, we have the expectation that school looks a certain way. And so then all the ways that where there is learning get discredited to where it's like, you can build such great social and emotional connection at home by having hard conversations and talking about things that people think are not okay to talk about with your kids. Like that's learning. Like, you know, Right. Right. And so that's, we clearly don't have it right. I mean, if you look at the world where we are and the people that are participating and that are doing their best in the world right now Mm -hmm. are all products of our educational system. And so we clearly don't have it right. And what I love, like from the work that I do, you know, I, I study energetics and I study systems and it's like, this system is so broken. It's like, it's, and it's, it's collapsing from the inside out. And we're learning, we're seeing what this institution, this organization, we're seeing that and it's going to have to be remade. And I think it's awesome that it's all falling apart because sometimes it all has to do that in order for us to go, okay, wait, because it hasn't been working for a long time. It hasn't been working for, you know, the majority of children for a long time. We've got all of these kids sitting in desks and medicated and regurgitating facts and teaching to the test and all, you know, for what? So I love that we're having these conversations. I love that families are together. I love that people are learning with their children. I think this is a really, my child's going to get some ice right now. I think (laughs) right now he's going to get, speaking of being with your children, (laughs) makes it fun. It's, we are in such a time of opportunity to discover what works better for our children and our families and ourselves. Mm, Yeah. we should embrace it as an opportunity and not be overwhelmed or in fear. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so here's my last question for you. For the person who's overwhelmed and they're pretty sure like, okay, I want to homeschool, but like you gave us lots of resources, but lay me out like a one, two, three steps, like first step they should take. The first step is to decide what you're planning on doing when school opens back up like normal, if it ever does, because that's going to have you decide what kind of curriculum you might want to choose. If you're going to send your kids back to school and you know that, Mm -hmm. um, I don't think schools are going to open back up, but if they do, (laughs) you know, um, probably doing some sort of online school that's free public, you know, they have all those free public charter schools is the way to go. So mm-hmm. that's the second thing to do is figure out how your child learns best and what kind of the, the flow of the day looks like for your family and then choose your curriculum. You know, okay. what, what does that look like? Choose your curriculum. And then the third step is just to 
figure out an organizational system that works for you. So I have a little thing that I bought at Target with some cubes in it and all of our books are there and everything's in one place and we can grab one bucket and we can go learn. And it's easy. But yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it feels overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really just starting at the beginning and okay, it's a flow chart. You make this decision and then make this decision. Do I want my curriculum Christian yeah. or secular? Do I want it all in one box? Do I want it all on what online? Do I want it, you know, how do how does my child learn best? And then just follow the flow chart. Mm, yeah. And that's that's so that's so helpful. And I think laying it out like that, because that's, you know, when it's broken down like that, mm-hmm. it feels so much less overwhelming to where it's like, okay, let me just make step one, like make this decision on what I want to do. And then you can handle step two because again, like there's so much pressure on what am I going to do and how do I do it? And all of these yeah. things, uh, along with all the other, and if I don't pressures. do it, if I don't do it the way that, that everybody thinks I should, then everybody will think I'm a bad mother. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, we're all bad moms anyways. It doesn't really matter <laughs> what we do. We can't, we can't win. So it's like, we're either all good moms. We're all bad moms. It's like, yeah. we can't, we can't, yeah. we can't win. We can't, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's like what our neighbors are doing or any of that, but no, this is, this is really helpful. I I appreciate it. And I think that it's going to be really helpful to people because I know, like you said, there's a lot of people asking you, there's a lot of people asking me and I'm like, well, I can't. (laughs) You know, you're not as with any parenting decision, you know, as long as you're doing your best, you're not going to break your children. Mm. You're not going to screw this up. You know, it's a process for both of you, just like raising children is. Yeah. yeah just another level of it. So have fun with your children and get excited about it. Like I am so pumped about this school year and the things that we're going to be doing together and learning together and having this time and this opportunity. And that's the space that we need to move in because then when we're in that space and that emotional place about gratitude and joy and, and, and excitement, our kids will be in that space too. That's true. Feeding off the energy of that. Yeah, that's a, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. And I think that, uh, it's important for us to have, you know, those realistic expectations of like, you know, like, like when our parents always say like, we didn't even have car seats. We were like jumping around in the seats and we're still here. It's like, you're not. And I think the other thing that's really important that kind of connects with that is like, if something's not going right, or it doesn't feel good, like you have the power to change that. You can, if you're like, we hate this curriculum, my kid doesn't like it, get another one. You know, like you're not failing because you can't expect yourself to get anything right the first time. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So, all right, sis. Well, thank you for your time today. Um, I appreciate it. And I'm sure a lot of people. So thank you again. I love you. And kiss all the children for me all the children i will all right i'll talk to you soon bye all right bye feeling hopeless and unmotivated as a mom is one of the hardest feelings i want you to know that no matter where you are in your journey there's always help Therapy changed my life, and if you've thought about taking the step to prioritize your mental health, you will always find options to help you right here. 
If you're interested in getting a therapist to work one-on-one with, you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash bravehearted and get a discount on your first month today. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.